BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey guys, welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the best-selling beauty products and the damn good stories behind them. We're your hosts, Carleen Higgins and Jill Dunn. So before we get too deep into what the podcast is all about, we definitely need to take a step back and introduce ourselves and probably more, even more importantly, why we wanted to work together on this. Absolutely, Budski. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm Carlene Higgins and I am a longtime beauty editor. I worked at Flair Magazine for 12 years and I was a beauty director and Jill is one of my very best friends. Over to you. So my name is Jill Dunn and I've been covering beauty for, I think over 12 years or so now. And I've done a whole mixed bag of stuff reporting on beauty. So I've done print, which was my first love, but, uh, and so I worked at magazines like Elle and Glow, and then I spearheaded a digital website, um, 29 Secrets, and now I've been freelance for five years. So I talk about beauty in a lot of different forums, so TV, radio a little bit, digital, YouTube. And so just, this is another really natural evolution of how we want to talk about beauty. And I think Carlene and I having been friends for a long time and having worked together in a, uh, for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. We can go way back in the Rogers <laughs> offices. So Jill worked down the hall for me at Glow when I was at Flair and we used to do beauty junkets together. And actually, Jill, I wanted to surprise show you a photo of us that I found on Getty today. No. Holla. No. <laughs> oh my God. I look like I have a comb over. <laughs> this is the funniest picture. If you guys want to Google it on Getty Images. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, you'll find the only picture of me on there where <laughs> Jill I appear to be deep in conversation, so deep, in fact, that both of our eyes are closed. <laughs> I think I'm drinking a coffee, which is really weird that actually we're both drinking a non-alcoholic beverage in this photo. That's true, true. At an event photo. Um, this was in New York City, and uh, I believe it was actually for a Lancome junket. Okay. I do remember this. I see our good friend Judith Rishi That's is right. also there. Just oh, yeah. wrote a book. She's amazing. So, oh, um, wow. Wow, well, definitely. Oh, and don't forget our other friend, my pimple on my chin. Um, I never left home without that guy. Back in the day, he was like my bestie. Um, he had a Nexus card? Yeah. 
<laughs> he loved to come out during Nexus times. Um, your collagen's looking so fine there. I know it was it was some time ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh my god, how did you find that? <laughs> so enough about that. Um, back to the podcast. The podcast we really created because over the years we interviewed so many amazing people. Some of my favorites, um, Lev Glasman from Fresh was such an inspiration to me. Um, his stories about growing up in Russia, like communist Russia and yeah. making beauty products out of, you know, tomatoes and cucumbers he found in his fridge. Um, those were all the stories that really intrigued me, but there just wasn't the room to write about it in the yeah. magazine. And I kind of kept them in my back pocket and was like, I need to do something with this. I think I was always inspired. And honestly, one of the very, very reasons I wanted to write about beauty in the first place was because of all the founders and all the stories and the fact that you could be any size, shape, be from anywhere, and you could be into beauty or create an insanely successful product. You didn't have to be entrenched in the beauty industry. You could literally be cooking up stuff in your kitchen. And then all of a sudden, the next thing you know, people fall in love with it and fall in love with your story. And I, I just always was proud to like talk about beauty and say that I reported on beauty for all of, for that very reason. So this is like I mentioned, just sort of the natural evolution of yeah. being able and to I think tell you hit stories. on a key word there. It really is about stories. Like yeah. what we actually learned is that, you know, first of all, we can tell you what are the great products and what are the gimmicks? Cause that's something we can now tell like in two seconds flat. And what you'll find, though, as a pattern is there's always an amazing story behind those. Yeah. You know, there's something real. There's something authentic. That mm -hmm. word gets thrown around so, so many times these days. And it really always comes back to the founder, like yeah. something that was real that that caused this to happen. So whether it was Charlotte Tilbury, like growing up in Ibiza mm -hmm. and no wonder she's the queen of glow. Like yeah. that, look where, look how she grew up, you know? Yeah. And now she's best friends with Kate Moss and her line is no, the number one seller at Holt Renfrew. And like, these are the stories that inspire me. And these are the stories that we want to tell. play a game to let you really know a little bit more about us. Ready? Go. Okay, Carlene, if you were a beauty product, which one would you be? Hundo P, it would be clay to poke concealer. I knew you were going to say that. I know, because I say it all the time. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm addicted to it. But also, it's just like this high level. It costs like $95, but it's the product that you're going to own for two years. It covers up all my redness, which is, I'm sorry, that's like my Achilles heel. And I can't live without it, so that's what it is. If you could have one person cut your hair for the rest of your life, who would it be? Ooh, Okay, this has got to be like a dream person, right? Like this person has actually never cut my hair, but I would love for Serge Normand to cut my hair. Oh, Serge, of yeah. course. Yeah, because he's he's the he for so many years I've been admiring his work in Allure. This is back in the Linda Wells days. And he did all of the cool girls and all other good hair. And I think he's still like that session hairdresser. Mm -hmm. Who has that real? He's going to get out the rollers. Yeah, he's he's going to hit me with the rollers, and it's you're going to walk into that salon like swinging your hair like nobody's business. That would be my number one guy. All right, fair enough. Okay, um, what was your first beauty memory? 
Oh my gosh. Um, I still remember I was in Meadowvale, Mississauga, Ontario. I was probably about 10 years old and I stumbled across a frosted white eyeshadow. And Who had that? Was it your sister's? I'm pretty sure it was my sister's. Okay. Yeah, we shared a bathroom and she's a few years older than me. What and was the brand? We need specifics. Oh my gosh, that's such a good question. I feel like it was probably CoverGirl, just if I visually think about what the packaging looked like, it was like that rectangle. And I, it was white and frosty, so it kind of turned pink, like a blue iridescent in certain light. So I, I think I started by putting it um, on my eyelids, and then I just kept going, and I put it on my lips. <laughs> Cheek. And then I like put a, a little bit on my cheeks. So basically, I think I created the original multiple, <laughs> but I just obviously didn't know. You that. were meant, you were into strobing before, like thirty yeah. years ahead of your time. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. There was no YouTube camera around, but basically, you just have to take my word for it. I was I was on it. Something a little bit more professional oriented who was your best beauty interview that you've ever had i'm gonna go with mark jacobs really yeah surprising answer because he's obviously comes from a fashion background but i mean most people don't know me but i'm i'm also really into fashion and so i love the intersection between fashion and beauty i guess that's kind of my thing was he smoking a cigarette while you interviewed him Fuck yeah. When you're um, in his apartment, I need more details. No, I was in the hotel. Was it a hotel suite? I feel it, the Mercer oh, yeah. in Soho. And um, yeah, Jane Larkworthy was sitting outside while I was waiting, like waiting to have her turn. And uh, he just, I mean, I love that man. He is so honestly authentic about everything that he creates. He comes to the table with such integrity and I just love that he he just doesn't dink around like he doesn't make up stories he just will honestly tell you like it's it's an extension of the clothing like if if the mark girl is this then obviously her makeup must be this and he just kind of talks in sound bites and everything he says is fascinating and he looks like a million bucks like honestly he's aged in reverse so that's pretty inspiring in and of itself what about um your favorite model oh that's a tough one i am okay so another little piece of information about me i really like trail models i like stealing her you not troll by the way not troll but trail them i just like ever since i was a kid like I grew up in the supers era, so I had I had the Trinity like on my wall, Christy, Cindy, yeah. Linda, all of them. And I'm still just super, super into models. Super, super into supers. I'm super, super into supers. Um my favorite model right now is the Canadian Amber Whitcomb. She's so fabulous. She was just in a Celine ad. I can't believe I just said fabulous, by the way. That must have been because I was talking about throwback era. Um but, uh, yeah. <laughs> she also just um, snaps, just so you know. Yeah, so I feel like she's she's my favorite current model of the second and my favorite model of all time. Oh, gosh, that is tough. Um, oh, my God, I don't even know where to go with this one. There's so many ways I could go. 
I don't even know what to say. The time is ticking. The time is ticking. I, the pressure is on. All I'm right, we go can Cindy. come back. Okay, I'm going Cindy. I'm going Cindy. Okay. What's your desert island? beauty product. Oh, well, if I was a really good beauty editor, I would obviously say SPF because I am a bit of a preacher on that front. Oh, I see, s- that didn't even come to my mind. Really? Was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it would honestly probably be a lip balm and probably the fresh sugar lip balm because I literally like right now when I'm talking, I'm thinking about what I can put it on afterwards. Cause I'm so obsessed with it. And what about a beauty invention you wish that you had invented? Okay. Well, I'm always so fascinated and floored when people take a really ordinary item and just reinvent it. So I'd have to say probably the beauty blender because it is legitimately something I use every single day. So you true. can you can do your entire face of makeup with the beauty blender and I don't and I've tried to potential like just for review purposes try out some of the knockoff versions of the beauty blender and just none of them are as good. And really? Yeah, they're just it's the specific type of foam that they use, the fact that they have um, the cleanser that goes with it. And apparently sh- there's like a special holder that's been yes. invented now that like tuned. keeps it from getting all mucky. Girl, the glam pod. <laughs> we are going to maybe delve into that. But um, honestly, I feel like that is such an iconic product. Bright pink. You see it, you know exactly what it is. And that's what I just think is uh, would be so special to have created. Beauty porn, a.k.a. Mm. something that's oh, like yes. just so stunning and gorgeous. What is the beauty porn that you would watch on loop, on repeat? Okay, I can tell you right now, I have this answer ready. Pat McGrath, back in the Dior days when Galliano was there and she would do the backstage looks and it was like these unbelievable when she would do this incredible like stage makeup basically and it would be like turquoise blue and white all around the eye and then these like super defined you know like 30s era lip kind of thing like she just would go completely outrageous but it would look so incredibly beautiful it was truly an art form that's beauty porn to me that I would just watch over and over, I mean, on loop. Let's ask you something that we get asked a lot, which is the best spa that you've ever been to. Ah, that is a damn good question. I have to say, I really like the Shangri-La in Toronto. Really? Yeah, I do. Okay. I love the little napping room for after because I'm going to be honest Sometimes I'm hungover yeah. when I go and get like a facial or yeah, whatever. Yeah, hit you with the lemon water. So judged, okay? But <laughs> she after... needs a baklava and a lemon water. <laughs> um, but after I get a facial, I just want to lie down and take some time, right? Yeah. yeah, I like I like the nap room where you can like close the curtain and be like, bye. Okay, question for you. Best beauty product you've ever tried this is so hard Mm -hmm. for so many reasons i know but i'm trying to think of something that i always recommend to people and never it never disappoints what would be up there is the benefit their real mascara 
Yeah. Interesting. So mm-hmm. that is a mascara that a little pricier, 30 mm-hmm. bucks, mm-hmm. but I love it. I love it on my lashes and I've recommended it to so many friends um, who sometimes have sparse lashes, sometimes have really thick lashes, and it's just always a crowd pleaser. Oh, interesting. And it's, you know, is it, it's sort of like that workhorse yeah. in your makeup bag. Is it something that you pull out, like, that you're like, oh, like hold it up like Simba every day? Not really, <laughs> but you know exactly what it's going to do for you. It's like a workhorse. You're just like, thank God you're here. Remember remember back <laughs> in the day when you asked me this question and I told you it was a Sonicare toothbrush? <laughs> And you went out and spent like $275 It's true. Beauty editors do buy products. I had some optimum points. Honestly, though, that if if you don't have, I mean, everybody has an electric toothbrush now. Sad, sad face. Mine just died. So I'm going to have to go out and spend another $250. And I'm going to. I legitimately, now that you say that, that's true that I actually do when I'm on the road miss that. Oh yeah, you, you come back and you're like, my teeth have not been brushed in three days, yeah. basically. Yeah. Well, we better wrap it up. Couple more questions. Um, beauty trend you hope dies soon. Well, I'm kind of a victim of it myself, but the long mermaid waves just need to die, and I think Melania Trump has ushered that in. I think you can, st- and I actually asked Harry Josh about this recently, mm-hmm. how you can upgrade that, and he just said you just got to shorten the length. So you can still wear wavy styles, but you cannot have this long mermaid hair yeah. anymore. It's just done, especially no extensions. Yeah, I Goodbye, saw it actually at the Oscars. Um, Kate, what's her name from SNL? Kate McKinnon. She looks so great, but then, you know, you have, like, the HD television. It was like, dude, your hair from yeah. the middle part down is just, yeah. like, not your own. It's just hanging there, you know? Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. Well, last question to finish off okay, on. Okay, I get to ask you the last okay. question. Okay. So um, what is the beauty trend, sort of the opposite of that, that you hope never dies? I think I know what you're going to say. Now I want to know what you think I'm going to say. <laughs> no, you have to say it and I'll no, tell you. No, you tell me. Red lipstick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that is never going to die, duh. <laughs> Um, but if you are going to wear red list, lipstick, it probably should be NARS Red Square. Like, just saying. If it has a tint of orange and it's super matte, it just looks better, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I don't think that's ever going to die. And And also, all hail to the Botox, so. <laughs> all right, signing off. We hope you guys tune in. Keep us posted on what you're thinking. And we really want to know. Hashtag Founders Rule. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Breaking Beauty. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcast fix. And if you're up for it, show your love by writing a review in iTunes. And get behind the scenes scoop, as well as our social media handles at breakingbeauty.ca.